Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, Ottawa has made another major hire as the organization strives to become best in class. And since it seems like an eternity since the Ottawa Senators have played a game, we take a look at all their prospects around the globe. Including in Belleville, where the farm team is six games into their season. That and more, this is the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 907 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains, you can follow Locked On Senators on social media. We're at Send Central on Twitter, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. The show is free and available on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube, where a like, a subscription, and a comment go a long way. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LockedOnNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Today is Wednesday, November 1st. We want to give a birthday shout out to a day one citizen, my mom. Unfortunately, the Senators haven't given her much to cheer about in her birthday month over the past few years. Pilsy, how are you feeling as we enter another November? Well, first off, happy birthday to Patty Levitan. Uh, yes, day one listener. She's probably listening right now. So happy birthday, Patty. Uh, everyone thinks that Halloween is the spooky, scary time. But if you're a Sens fan, Halloween is not what we're scared of. It's that month of November. And here we are, Ross, November 1st. And I am terrified of what's to come. It's it even like to make matters worse. There's a Sweden trip in there. Yeah. Why not throw in a Sweden trip? Another one of Sens fans nightmares. What's worse though. Like the fact that last year was an improvement of the last three starts to the season, the November, the past November, and they won four out of 14 games. Well, I mean, at least the Sens are already at that mark. They've got four wins already starting here, but yeah, Ross, we uh, we went through and looked at the records and the stats for the past three seasons uh, heading into November, and it's not pretty. No, and then the, when they came back from Sweden last time, talk about four wins. It took them 22 games to get four wins after they got back from Sweden. That's how quickly the wheels fell apart. Now, DJ Smith yesterday was uh, speaking to the media and It was one of those quotes where TSN 1200 does them dirty. They only take a part of the quote. But even still, I didn't love it in its entirety. We'll get to that in just a second. But Pilsy, like looking at the schedule, like how many wins do they have to get in November for you you to feel good about this team going into December? Is it still just keeping your head up above water or do they need to even do better than that? I mean, you hope to do better than just keeping your head above water. That's uh, definitely a goal the Ottawa Center should have. But although they're not playing a lot of games in November, Ross, 
there's not a lot of easy opponents here. I mean, the Calgary Flames are they're off to a rough, rough start, but everyone else is is right in the mix and uh, vying for a playoff spot here. So they got what two, four, five, seven, eight, nine games. I feel like they got to win at least five of them. At least, least five of them. Like DJ yeah. Smith's quote yesterday in its entirety. Well, we want it to be 500 or better in October. We're at 500. Then he pauses. He goes, we wanted more than that, clearly. I think if you look at all the numbers combined, we should probably be 5-3, and but we're not. Now, November becomes huge. I wince hearing that last sentence because it was already big, even if they they went undefeated in October. Mm -hmm. November would still be huge, but I don't don't know. Like, what else is he going to say? They're in the situation they are, but... I really hope internally they're not like, oh, we should be five and three. We're doing great. Because at the end of the day, man, the two of the games where they dominated on the shot clock, they lost. And then the, the division one, rivals. Right. And then the Pittsburgh game, they probably don't deserve to win that game, but they get a <laughs> de- decisive win. So you got to earn your bounces and you got to be able to be consistent. And consistency has escaped the Senators over the last number of years. So uh, I'm really intrigued to see how they come out tomorrow night when they host the LA Kings, a team that's been extremely solid this season, just beat the wheels off the Toronto Maple Leafs 4-1 last night on Tuesday night. Quinton Byfield looks like a rejuvenated player, and they've got a lot to get to. We'll we'll do a full game day preview tomorrow, but that's going to set the tone because you mentioned lots of tough, Tough matchups coming into Ottawa and on the road this month. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's the thing. Like, it's going to be interesting to see, Ross, how all that time off heading to Sweden and coming back, what that's going to do for this team. Now, I guess, look, positive pills here. If you want to spin zone it, at least that's going to give more time for Eric Branson to come back, hopefully. Now, Thomas Shabbat, obviously, that won't affect him as he's out four to six weeks. But at least with some banged up players here that the short amount of games in November should be advantageous. But like we talked about with meth, if you're on a losing streak and you have a big break in between games, that is that's a bad, bad spot to be in because you're stewing on these losses and it makes it really tough to come in prepared and uh, to feel good about your team and have confidence and morale up. But before Sweden, there's a five game segment right here. Home to the Los Angeles Kings on Thursday, home to the Tampa Bay Lightning on Saturday, then another four-day break, three full days. They play on the fourth at Toronto on Wednesday night. Then they're home to Vancouver the next night, so Wednesday, Thursday, back-to-back, and then they're home to Calgary to finish off this segment on November 11th. Like, there's four out of five home games. The only road game, you're only going, uh, you know, a 40-minute flight to Toronto. It needs to be a four to five stretch for me. Like I really think they need to, they need to take a big stride here and show that they're not just going to be, you know, in the race, probably a little below the race. You need to be at least middle, if not at the top of that pack that's battling for the wild card. because every night in Ottawa is one of the only teams right now, Pilsy that hasn't been to overtime this season through eight games. But every time I look at the league and last night or sorry, Tuesday night, a perfect example of that, um, on the NHL schedule, sorry, I meant to say Monday, where there were nine games on Monday and seven of them were one-goal games. And I think almost all, not almost all of them, but a lot of those involved Atlantic Division teams. I remember looking at that as well, Ross. 
Of course they did. Because yeah. why, why not? Why would it ever be easier? Yeah, the Panthers and Bruins went to overtime. So that's yeah, a, that a sucks. double whammy. Not only did the Red Wings go to overtime, but they got the win. They were down 2 nothing in that game. Then you look at, uh, there was one other team. The Lightning were, were down yeah. in this game and came back to earn a point in overtime. So these division teams are just, you know, piling up points, slow and steady. And the Ottawa Senators need to do the exact same. Tonight, we're cheering for the Philly Flyers, though. Get the Sabres as many losses as possible here in yes, the early please. going of the season. And then tomorrow, 12 games on the NHL schedule. Pilsy, let's get these November numbers out of the way and then turn our attention to practice lines from yesterday where our very own Mark Mathot, and if you missed it yesterday, hilarious. Meth showing up with the Predator mask on, Halloween vibes. Go check that out wherever you get your podcast. But he nailed it with the decor of what he believed was going to be the six-man rotation if and we do expect Artem Zub to be back in the lineup tomorrow. But before we get to all that, Pilsy, let's get these November numbers out of the way, flush them out of our system, you know, understand just the magnitude of what one month can just take you right out of it. So th these numbers are from just the month of November, right? Not the October ones leading into it. I forget how we made these stats, to be honest. Yeah, so just do the last two. Because the COVID year, obviously, it's different. Season started in January, and the team was just, like, bad. They're a bad team. All right. So last year, 2022-2023, 4-9-1 record, minus 10 goal differential, 47 goals against in 14 games played. Not good. More than four goals per game or very close to? <laughs> Not math, guys. Um, and then this is like, this was the worst. 2021 to 2022, a 1-10-1 record. I remember doing that, Ross. You and I were in, we, we needed help. We needed support in the month of November. It was tough covering this team five days a week and doing postcasts for all those games. Well, no, we actually decided to do the postcast at the end of that stretch. We're like, hey, this team that just went 1-10-1 in November, they need extra post-game coverage, so let's do that. That uh, Oh, yeah, true. That is when we got it started, yes. It was the Canucks game, December 3rd, I believe. That was uh, that was our first postcast, so it was awful. What was their goal differential during that 1-10-1 stretch? Minus 26, they had 53 goals against in 12 games. Oh, man. Okay, so it can't yes. be rock bottom like that again, can it? No, there's there's honestly no way. There's no, I refuse to believe it can be that bad. Let us know in the comments, what about this first five-game stretch? If you want to let us know for all of November, you can, but I'm curious about this five-game stretch here, Pilsy. What do you think they need? I mean, if you're looking at it, you like the L.A. game, that's going to be tough, and that's not a division game. So whatever happens there happens. You you have to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning at home uh, without uh, Vasilevsky here. you got to beat him. Although uh, Johansson has looked better than we thought. He's got a couple shutouts under his belt too. Back so Back before last game. Yeah, so maybe that's uh, not as big of an advantage as we thought. The Leafs game, I, I think, I don't know, Ross, but we might label that a must win. Stay tuned to find out next week. Stay tuned to find out. And then Canucks flame. So I'm going to say they got to go three, one and one here. All right. You heard it from Pilsy three, one and one over this yeah. next stretch. Who are the main characters to do just that? We'll discuss next. And then a farm report from the Ottawa Senator system. That's next. You're listening to locked on senators. 
Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Indeed. Guys, when you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one convenient place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills. When you can do it all with Indeed, you can find top talent fast with Indeed's powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? We all do. Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. That's what you want, nice and quick. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed does the hard work for you. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you got to make every dollar count, especially in today's economy. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applicants that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring right now. Go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. The Glebe Central Pub is our neighborhood pub in the heart of the Glebe. You can visit them at 779 Bank Street. And when you do, make sure you let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. Not only does the Glebe Central Pub have tasty drinks, have great food, have a great atmosphere, but they also are Sens fans just like you. You can go to the Glebe Central Pub website and check out all the dates that the Sens shuttle is running. That's $17 round trip to and from the CTC, leaving an hour and 15 minutes before game time. They have shuttles for tomorrow's game against the LA Kings and Saturday against Tampa and next Thursday against Vancouver and next Saturday against Calgary. Yes, they have shuttles for basically every game, but go double check on their website, GlebeCentralPub.com. You can buy your tickets right through the website. So go check them out, 779 Bank Street, and hop on the Sens shuttle to the Senators games. That's at 779 Bank Street. And when you head to the Glebe Central Pub, Make sure you let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. All right, Pillsy, here we go. November it is. But when it comes to Sensland, it's nice to get some good news after the week that was with plenty of key injuries and a major suspension. But now the Senators are announcing that Matt Nickel is joining. The organization. Matt Nickel is one of the founders of BioSteel. The, uh, well, now it's in bankruptcy, but he's been, he was out of it in 2019. He was one of the founders right off the bat. He is being named the health director of the Ottawa Senators. Yes. Yeah, so, well, I believe the official title is director of player health and performance. Um, hopefully, this is a guy that knows a lot about shoulders. Uh, that's uh, information and expertise the Ottawa Senators certainly need. But all jokes aside, this is just another example of, as Simmer put it, the Ottawa Senators bringing their standards up to normal standards in the NHL. I'm sure a lot of NHL teams have guys like this in their uh, repertoire. Now, 
Matt was a part of the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. He's now on the good side, but from 2002 to 2009, he was the head strength and conditioning coach for the Maple Leafs. And he's also worked in the NFL, NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, uh, NCAA, Basketball Canada, Tennis Canada. He's even worked for Bobsled Canada. Like this guy has experience all over. So I don't, I don't know much about this uh, this type of uh, job title, Ross, but it seems like the Senators found uh, a good one here. Yeah, and you can just tell from some of the uh, the players around the league or uh, retired players, uh, guests of this show, Paul Bissonnette reached out and said that you know this is a great hire for the organization it seems unanimous that people believe that and steve steos is one of the guys who's seen it front and center steve steos there's a testimonial on uh matt nichols website from steve steos saying that you did something that you know was was very thought improbable and that's he gave me my career back i guess he was going through some injuries and and that sort of thing and and he was able to uh, to resuscitate him and, and get him going to the right level. I'm just pulling up the exact quote right now. But I just, you know, you see that? Here's the exact quote. I'm incredibly fortunate to have met Matt Nickel. Until I started working with Matt, I was never able to secure a permanent roster spot. I struggled with numerous injuries and surgeries, moved through four different NHL organizations, and felt like my career was in jeopardy. I worked with Matt Nickel for 11 years. With Matt's inspiring leadership, expertise in strength and conditioning and nutrition, he empowered me to go on to play over 1,000 games in the NHL. I can say with 100% confidence that Matt Nickel was the greatest influence on my professional hockey career. That is some wow. pretty strong words from the Senators president of hockey operations. Yeah. And, and look, like maybe some fan, Sens fans are like, wow, classic nepotism by the Sens, uh, only hiring people they know. But that is one hell of a quote at the end there, Ross. So clearly the, this guy has had an impact on Steve Steos and Steos believes that uh, he can continue to, to have a positive impact and hopefully help this organization uh, remain healthier than they've been in years past. Another testimonial on the website, Matt, you helped me do something that nobody else believed was possible. You gave me my career back. Do you know who that's from? No. Ray Emery. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. So it just shows as well. He's been doing this a long time. So welcome to the Ottawa Senators, Matt Nickel. Best in class just around the corner, but it is a great hire and we love to see it. The players who Matt Nickel will be working with were on the ice at practice yesterday. We're recording again early, another farm day today. Stay tuned to the end of the show. Pillsy will tell you how many chickens he has. Amazing how many comments and the interest there. So we'll, we'll get to that at the end of the show, Pillsy. But uh, t- yesterday's practice lines went right as Meth thought they would. They've got the defense of Jake Sanderson with Artem Zub. Jacob Chikrin will be paired with Jacob Bernard Docker. And then Tyler Clevin is paired with Travis Hamanick. And when I push back on math being like, hey, you kind of you, you might want to have a puck mover on the on the bottom pair as well. One, I don't know, I guess you're picking between JBD or Travis Hamnick to be a quote unquote puck mover, but it all comes down to poise, is what Meth told me. And hey, Clevin's been moving moving the puck pretty well over over la- the end of last year. And then uh in he had that that would have been assist if it didn't have one extra touch, but he started that play on the Brady Kachuk goal against Pittsburgh. So, hey, maybe maybe this is the way it uh, it should look. And, hey, it's a very good look for someone who two years ago, when Travis Hamanick was acquired and Tyler Clevin yep. was a sophomore at university, said, hey, 
Keep an eye on it. They're going to re-sign him. They want him mentoring Tyler Clevin. Not Jake Sanderson, which ultimately happened as well, but Tyler Clevin. And would you look at that? Almost two years later, they're on the same pair together at the NHL level. Yeah, I like it. And and you know what? Uh, JBD played a career high last game. And from from what I, I saw and heard, it seemed like he had a nice JBD performance where he just played a smart, responsible game. So I like having him with Chikrin. And yeah, that mentorship of Hamnick and Clevin, I think, is a good idea. And look, obviously, it's not ideal still having Brandy and Shibato, but Getting Zub back is such a big boost here. Uh, th- this decor is making me a little more comfortable here. And I think this is great for Tyler Clevin to get another crack at uh, some more NHL games here before he's probably sent back down to Belmont. I know where you're going to go with this, but I just want to say, I okay. thought I didn't care about lefty-righty, but there's just something about knowing you got some nice. lefties and three righties out there that uh, maybe it's just the way that they take the puck off the boards or – you know, just a poise that these guys can play with when they're on their strong side. But um, I do find it kind of a relief that there's nobody playing their offside, uh, at least in the top pair um, with the Ottawa Senators here now. Well, speaking of which, how do you feel about Batherson playing his offside on the left wing here, Ross? He looked pretty uncomfortable against Pittsburgh. I mean, he had that break, made no mistake, but uh, there were a couple mishandles where I, I was like, oh, if he's on the right side, he's probably not doing that. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what, interesting. What I don't get is why, why especially Russians, but some guys like uh, Debrinket the same way, where they want to play their off way. It's like some guys look so comfortable on their offside, and some guys just look like they've never played it before in their life. Well, it's the shooters, right? The shooters want to be on their offside because you can get that one-timer off uh, a little easier and they're not the ones carrying the puck up the ice or worrying about the board play as much. Whereas Batherson, like, that's he's not really a bonafide sniper. Like, don't get me wrong, he's got a good shot, but, like, it's more his playmaking ability and used to be his defensive ability that was kind of his bread and butter. So... For him to be the guy that's switching to the left side is kind of weird. And I thought Joseph was doing a great job on the left side. So it's weird to me that this is a decision they've made. Whoever plays with Ridley Gregg, though, is going to play well, as we expect Ridley Gregg to be named the NHL's Rookie of the Month for October. The Senators put a little hype pack out from his October, and I didn't realize how much I wanted to see that that hit on Debrinket again because he absolutely <laughs> leveled them. And it's it's far enough removed that I I wasn't immediately cringing at the fact that Detroit scored seven seconds into that uh, power play. Ridley Gregg in October, first in the NHL in rookie points, first in rookie plus minus, tied for third in rookie goals, and fourth among all rookies in hits with 14 hits. He was also nice. plus seven in the month of October. The lines at practice, Tim Stutzla between Brady Kachuk and Claude Giroux, Josh Norris with Drake Batherson and Vladimir Tarasenko. Dominic Kubalik is at left wing between Ridley or with Ridley Gregg at middle and Matthew Joseph at the right wing. Rourke Chartier playing fourth line center between Parker Kelly and Mark Kastlick. We already covered the decor. We expect... Eunice Corpusallo to get a revenge game against the team yep. he joined at last year's deadline. Anton Forsberg also out there at practice. Coming up next, we've got a prospect roundup. We haven't done one of these yet so far, Pilsy. Yep. We'll discuss how Senators prospects are doing all around the world, different leagues, different levels, right here. You're listening to Locked on Senators. 
Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Sleeper. Guys, if you want to win 100 times your money, play Daily Fantasy Hockey on the Sleeper app. The official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network, Sleeper is the top choice for Daily Fantasy sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey. You have a chance at winning big playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper. You can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. you got to pick the top players around the league. What I like about the Sleeper app is they have great group chat functionality in the app. You can connect with your friends, talk smack, let them know that you've got a big lineup ready, and entries can be made in other under a minute. That's what you want. Quick, fast entries. Now with studs like Brady Chuck, Claude Giroux, Jake Sanderson, Drake Batherson, all you need to do is pick these stars based on stats like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. You heard me, Sens fans. 100 times payouts on Sleeper, so start paying attention and get your picks right so you could win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details available only in the U.S. for now. Today's episode is also brought to you by Farm to Fork. Farm to Fork Delivery.ca. That's the number two. Farm to Fork Delivery.ca for premium meat and seafood that is delivered directly to your door. Now, what can I tell you about Farm to Fork? I can tell you it's delicious. Don't take my word for it. Take all the five-star reviews on Google. Also, when you look at farm-to-fork delivery, you can look at, one, not worrying about waking up or driving when the weather conditions are undeniably something you don't want to be doing. But you can also trust that the meats are flash-frozen after being hand-cut at the butcher's table, making it that much fresher than at grocery stores. You don't even want to know how long your meat's been sitting there at the grocery store. The products of farm-to-fork are individually vacuum-packed, so you only have to take out what you need. I'm a big ribeye guy. I always like having some at the ready if I'm if I'm feeling in the mood. So to know that I have an individual portion that I can just pull out and say, hey, boys night tonight, just me and my ribeye. I can just go out and get that because Farm to Fort makes it easy and they've always got great deals. And because you're a listener of Locked On Senders, you can use promo code LOSP10 and bang, get 10% off your first purchase. So go check them out. Organic chicken bundles, land and sea bundles, fall bundles, go stock up the freezer with farm to fork delivery.ca. Taste the farm to fork difference. You will never go back to grocery store meats. All right, Pilsy. One last note I want to say about the Sens lineup. I do hope we see Nicholas Martin Paolo get into another game before he gets sent back down to Belleville because nine minutes, I feel like it's not enough to get a real thought about what he's going to bring at the NHL level. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, from a lot of the comments on Twitter, I feel like people are really saying, hey, look, obviously you want you want JBD to have success but let's let's get a little bit more of a sample size from Martin Palo to see what we got here. The Belleville Senators where Nicholas Martin Palo has played a handful of games, four games has one goal no assist down there uh through just uh, you know a handful before he was recalled, but the team's done fairly well to start the season Pilsy. We like to see that. The Belleville Senators winners of 5 of their first 6 games. 
Five? I thought they were three, two, and one. That's that's where I had them last. Yeah, that's what I thought so too. And okay, was, yeah, they're three, two, and one. <laughs> well, no, I, I would like I would like everyone. No, to be- but Belleville's. Uh, yeah, no, I know what you mean. On their website, it has them winning five games. They the last game up against the Marlies was actually a four-three shootout loss. So that that's not on you, Ross. That's on the Belleville uh, Senators website. Don't worry, I pulled it up so everyone can see. It's not my fault. Yeah, yeah, we got you. We got your back here. Three, um, two, one. Thank you. Yeah, three, two, and one. I, I got your back also. Uh, so really, Ross, I would say the biggest reason for Belleville's success is the play of Mad Sogard. Like, he Ooh. has been absolutely phenomenal for the Belleville Senators. And look, it wasn't a great start for the goalies in Belleville, but I think they've done a really good job, uh, at least Matt Sogard specifically, of kind of getting back into form. He's got a 1.73 goals against and a 9.44 save percentage. So that's what you want to see from the big Dane. The great Dane, I should say. The great Dane. Come on. (laughs) So what we have here going is uh, um, a roster that has a lot of young guys who are starting to, you know, Make their mark at that level where you have Cole Reinhardt, Igor Sokolov, Roby Arventi, Max Gannett kind of leading the way offensively. Zach McEwen has two goals through four games down there. Angus, you probably want you want Crooker to get a little more offensive-minded here. He's only got one goal, one assist through six games. Same could be said for Zach Stapchuk, but I think that also just shows you, Pilsy, that it's not easy to jump into pro hockey. Well, yeah, it's crazy, Ross, because the leading goal scorer for the Belleville Senators is Matthew Highmore with two (laughs) and Zach McEwen. Um, So they've got to get a little more offense going here. Like I said, luckily, Mads has been shutting the door here, but I think we're going to see a lot more from Igor. uh, Yeah, Crooker, like you mentioned. And I really think once Zach Stapchuk gets a little more acclimated to the pro game, I think he's going to pop off as well. So the Belleville Sens are on the road this weekend in Springfield on Friday and in Wilkes-Barre, Scranton on Saturday to take on the Penguins before returning home for three straight games at CAA Arena. And from all accounts, there's been great crowds at CAA Arena. So if you're in the Bay of Quinty area, go check out some great hockey. They're hosting Syracuse on Wednesday the 8th, then Cleveland on Friday and Sunday. The Sunday's a matinee game. So even if you're in Ottawa, get out there for the day. Head down to Bell Vegas before the snow makes it a little more difficult. Yeah. You know, when you get that winter weather, you might not want to make the two and a half hour drive, but get down there, see some great hockey on a Sunday afternoon. Pilsy, outside of the organization, which prospect do you want to highlight today? Well, if you're throwing it over to me first, uh, Ross, if you're dishing it off to me, we got to talk about the disher Stephen Halliday. I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things, Ross, where... I'm glad this bit has kind of uh, stayed with me and sends prospect does not miss an opportunity to do a hashtag disher and then tag me. So Stephen Halliday continues to dish it. He's got six assists in seven games with the Ohio state Buckeyes and he's going to have a massive year. I mean, last year he finished with 41 points in 40 games. I think he's going to top that this season. Ross, uh, Stephen Halliday, I would say honestly, He's the best sense prospects outside of uh, Belleville and Ottawa. 
Yeah, I mean, he certainly made a case for that over the last couple of years, playing extremely well. I'm going to highlight Matthew Andonovsky, who has six cool. points in 13 games. An offense will never be his calling card. That's not what he's he's number one going to provide. But, I mean, he's, he's already nearly halfway to his total from last season in 67 games. And he's only played 13. He's got six points. But more impressively is he's being that perfect shutdown pair for his partner. Hunter Bruskevich is leading the OHL in points by a defenseman. Has wow. 25 points in 13 games. Ooh. So Andonovsky is his steady, stabilizing partner. And he's leading the league in plus minus at plus 14. So, hey, he's being steady. He looks good. Kitchener looking good as well. And uh, our guy Tomas Shamara has just two assists in 13 games. So he was kind of going to be more of that offensive guy and Andonovsky leading the way, at least as it stands now. So I really like what I'm seeing out of Matthew Andonovsky. And I think that uh, if he continues this, he'll really put himself on the Sens radar to get a contract next season. Also in the OHL, want to touch on Jorian Donovan because one of yeah. my hot takes in the summer was that, man, this guy might, might make himself um, a, a candidate they can't refuse for the world junior team for team Canada. So how's his start to the season? Eh, he's a minus six, but he's also got nine points in 11 games. So uh, we're, we're going to be keeping our eye on Jory and Donovan quite a bit this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to bring it over to the USHL Ross and Owen Beckner. Uh, he was a seventh round pick 204th overall, but He's having a nice start to his USHL career coming over from the BCHL. He's got 11 points in 12 games. So that's another guy where great value by the sense scooping him, him up in the final round of the draft. And he even scored a goal on Kevin Riedler. Yeah. Who's who's now playing in uh, Dubuque, but he's he's playing really well. I think you told me he's got a 917 save percentage in, in that league. Yeah, uh, well, close, close. Uh, as per our friend Sens Prospect at Sens Prospects, Riedler is 5-1-2 with a 9-14 save percentage and a 2.73 goals against. And if you like goalies, go check out at Sens Prospects on Twitter. He's posted Vladimir Nikitin's new setup uh, for the Chilliwack Chiefs. We'll, we'll give him a little more time before, uh, you know, really getting into his game, but the numbers aren't quite there, but he is 3-3 three and three on the season. Lastly, our guy, Pistol Pete, still kind of making that transition to pro. He scored at will at the junior level. I'm sure he'll be an offensively talented player at Sweden's World Junior Team this season, but still looking for his first point through 14 SHL games. The good news, though, Pillsy, is he's getting minutes. He's averaging over yep. 10 minutes per game. So even though the points aren't there yet, he's in a situation that isn't detrimental to his development. No, definitely not. Anytime you can be a young kid playing consistently in the SHL, that's a huge boost. And hey, if we're talking about Pistol Pete, we got to talk about his uh, Swedish partner, Philip Nordberg, who is also in the USHL in seven games. Nordberg's got a goal and two assists, so not too bad for uh, him coming over to North America so far. Any final thoughts on today's show, Pilsy? Final thoughts for me is I know November can be traumatizing Sens fans, but... I got a feeling this November is going to be going to be better. I was about to say different and I'm about to really spice it up, but it's going to be better than the abysmal Novembers that we've been accustomed to. Way to set the bar high, Pelsey. We'll <laughs> leave it at that for today. Oh, I'm, how many chickens, buddy? How many chickens? You know what? I, I'm going to tease this. I like people are very intrigued. I have revealed it on postcasts and stuff. I feel like this is more a, a postcast after dark thing. So 
while I'm uh, spending hours today scooping chicken poop, I'll uh, I'll contemplate when to reveal the actual number. And maybe it'll be tomorrow night because the postcast will be live after the Ottawa Senators host the LA Kings. Stick with us tomorrow morning for a full preview of a game with two teams that, like, for for as far away as you can get from one another in the NHL, they've had some brawls and they've had some seriously fun moments. We'll touch on those tomorrow. For today, we say goodbye. Have a great day, everyone. Happy birthday, Mom. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day.